Loving God of creation, of redemption, and transformation, we thank you for this beautiful, chilly morning when we've come together to be the body of Christ. We thank you for that opportunity. We welcome all our newcomers and returners because we are overjoyed that the fields are coming in to be part of you in Jesus. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our Rocker and our Redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Holy Conferencing, our quarterly get-together. And it's a joy to see everybody here, all our eyes, our ears, our feet, our heads. And my heart, in the middle of that, feels lifted up. Because we're here in this room together every few months, ready to talk about how we're doing God's work and how we can do it in the months ahead. Now, the next few months are going to be very important months in the life of the United Methodist Church. On February 23rd, our global special conference of the churches want to start to redefine how our church addresses human sexuality. And we really don't know what this conference is going to do. But it's clear that changes are ahead for us United Methodists, no matter what, because, and because of this, our bishop has called a special session of our New York Annual Conference on Saturday, March 16th. And I'll be attending, along with Jeannie, our lady delegate, and we'll keep you informed as to what happens at that conference. Now, regardless of what happens, I think that we can be sure of one thing. It's hard for us and most people to be the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. And it's always been hard. It's why Jesus came into the world, after all. Jesus came so that we could become something together in the world that the world had never seen before. Until Jesus, the world had never seen a people around the world bound together by something other than family or tribal loyalties or the color of their skin or their address, or their obedience to the might and gods of powerful rulers, or their pocketbooks. This was new. And Jesus called everyone in the world to forge ties with the living God, with one another, that were completely different from what people had imagined. Now imagine what it was like for those people in Nazareth that we just heard about, the hometown of Jesus. Jesus went there and spoke in the town synagogue, their house of worship. And in today's reading from Luke's Gospel, Jesus, the son of a poor carpenter, told them that he had come to feed the poor, the sick, the condemned, the cursed. No, the people who were afraid to show their face at the house of worship, right? God wasn't picking favorites anymore. God was inviting everybody into God's story of salvation. Everyone was invited and needed. Now, it can be easy to forget how radical this invitation from God and Jesus was. Everyone is invited into the life of God through Jesus. Amen? Amen. Everyone. And everyone is needed in Jesus by God. Some may not be that strong in Jesus. Some may not be that sure in Jesus. 
Some may stumble in Jesus. But God wants the world in Jesus. That's the meaning of the word church. It's a Greek word. And the original meaning of that word, ecclesia, means everyone coming together, like we're doing here today. If we're not all together, then we're not the church, amen? Amen. And the Apostle Paul, he knew this. And he had a, a great way of putting it in the first letter of Corinthians that we acted out here today. Now, these Corinthians, they were an early church in a Greek city called Corinth. And Corinth was an anything-goes kind of city and a, a do-your-own-thing kind of city, too. People in this early church were used to having their little cliques, cutting out others who were a little bit different. And people were thinking that they were together as the church. The church, but often what they really were people who just happened to worship in the same place. Sound familiar? They were pieces of the body of Christ, not a body. Now, Paul told these rebellious Christians that their independence was killing the body of Christ. A body can't live with just a head, or an eye, or a nose, oops, or a foot. They still get up there. And, and the body has important parts that we may be proud of or may not be proud of. We need all of those parts of the body to be a body, amen? amen. And we need all the people in Christ to be the body of Christ. It can't just be people who think and act and look like we do. It has to be everyone together as a body. Our church, this church, is a body of Christ in some very healthy ways. Our finances are sound, as you'll see. We have well-maintained properties, as you can see. We have heart-moving worship, at least we hope it is. Praise God. Praise God for that, indeed. And we take care of our people, no matter how they are. And we have a strong commitment to overseas missions, and caring for refugee families through our Unity House mission right across the way here. And these are all beautiful things. Praise God for them, right? But we can also see where we might have neglected God's mission for the body of Christ, right in our neighborhood and right in our city, in places that are important for the health and growth of our church and for the growth of God's mission. We have dozens of young children right in that building there. They come every day, and their families are coming every day. And we do not have ministry partnerships with those families. We have hundreds of children and their families going to Hanover Elementary, right over there. And we are not in ministry partnerships with them. We have houses and businesses and institutions that we pass in our prayer walks every Monday at noon. And we're not in as strong a partnership with those families and businesses and institutions as we should be for God's sake and their sake. We are at a turning point here. 
not only in the history of our United Methodist Church, but in this church, and in many churches like our church. Like many churches, we've been hearing about the need for change, but not necessarily changing. We've moved along in familiar patterns, avoiding new patterns, maybe, that can draw not just us, but people all around us, like came today, into the body of Christ. And those are beautiful things. We have settled sometimes for letting ourselves and others go our own way apart from the body of Christ. Because of this, the body of Christ sometimes in churches looks more like a collection of body parts than a living, growing reflection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the world. Christ will come again, no matter what. Christ comes every day, and Christ will keep on coming every day until the end of time, offering us all God's common good, an image of wholeness, power, and peace that comes only from being in the body of Christ. And if everyone has decided to live and die selfishly when Christ comes and to ignore the power of love in Jesus Christ, then when Christ comes, Christ will be coming to a dead world, day in, day out. We don't want that, do we? The life-saving, soul-saving bonds of love forged by Jesus on a cross for our sake can save save us only when we live in Christ, as Christ, and share Christ with our equally imperfect neighbors right here and everywhere in God's beautiful world, for God's beautiful common good. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, we may think of ourselves to ourselves, well, I'm not cut out for that. I don't have the gifts to be in the body of Christ. I'm too weak. I'm too tired. I'm too broken. I'm too uninformed. I'm too small, too different. To make a difference in the body of Christ, if you think that, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. The foot needs the eye. The eye needs the hand. The head needs the foot. We're all linked to one another in Christ like a beautiful chain. A chain that links us to the love of Jesus that has flowed through God's creation for 2,000 years. And the weakest link God's life-saving chain of love in Christ is not the poor person, the sick person, the person that feels they have no special talent or strength for being in Jesus. No. The weakest link in the chain of love that is Christ is the link that's not linked. Look around this room. Look. You are the ones who can be the body of Christ. We aren't all apostles, or prophets, or teachers, or miracle workers, or healers, or helpers, or leaders, or communicators, but each one of us has gifts that we can use that were forged in the love of Christ, gifts that we all need together to be God's people and God's world in action together. People who've been here a long time need new people. You new people need the older, long-timers. 
Long-timers is a nice way to put it, isn't it? The young people need the old people. Older people need younger people. Men need women, and women need men. We all need people who aren't like us to be who God has meant us. Now, sometimes we know being together is hard, amen? In an age when we can easily just turn the channel, tune something out, or get a new app, or look at another webpage, a new message on our phones, we can forget that Jesus didn't come to forge the body of Christ from people who Jesus liked, right? Jesus came to make the body of Christ out of people who God wanted to save, like us, our neighbors, and the world. The people in this church and all around this church in this city and beyond, we all need the world in Christ every single day. And the world needs us in Christ every single day. And none of us has to be the whole solution, but we all need to be in the solution that is Christ. And to accept the, the diversity that God needs and wants in Christ to make it happen in this room and beyond this room. None of us knows what this church is going to look like a year from now. But my hope and my prayer for all of us here today is that we will look more like the body of Christ together, each of us working together, including especially people who are not used to working with inside this church and outside of it, to live together as the body of Christ. Be in the chain that links us to everyone in Christ and God's love. Call back into the chain those who've unlinked from it and those who've never thought of being in it. Let's forge a beautiful new future together as the living body of Christ for our sake and for the sake of all God's wonderful creation that we're a part of. Let's be the body of Christ together. Amen. Our hymn of response is We Are the Body of Christ. It's at the bottom. It's the last thing we got to do. And it's a joy to do it. So, ready for your charge to keep. One, two, three. We are the body of Christ when we act as one people with many gifts, seeking the one goal of our one God, God's love for all. Be the body of Christ together. And now, may the Lord bless us, keep us, may the Lord shine, God's face on us, be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance on us, grant us peace now and forever. May the people of God say, Amen! Amen. Hallelujah!